the Radio 1 91FM podcast. From slinging breakfast on Radio 1 to being the mayor who gets it done, it's time for our bi-weekly catch-up with Dunedin's mayor, Yes, Walking with Hawkins. Yes, that's right. We're joined right now by the mayor of our fair city. Morena to you, Aaron. Good morning. How are we today? Uh, well, <laughs> this morning actually, yeah, um, you know, not well rested. No, it would be fair to say, but mm-hmm. um, uh, an amazing, you know, well worth the sacrifice. Staying up to watch New Zealand become the first ever World Test champions. I can't, I still can't quite get that sentence out as someone who grew up in the dark days of the 1990s. <laughs> we would have the best. You know, and there's been good one-day sides and good T20s, obviously, but this is test cricket is the ultimate, and the yeah. idea that we would have legitimately the best test team in the world is pretty baffling to me still. Yeah. Well, we've had moments, maybe the 80s with... Uh, well, I was too young, yeah, I was too young for that. Yeah. I was too young for the Hadley et al., which is the only other real period of, of you know, quality test test and consistent test trigger that New Zealand's played and and so this is um, yeah gosh the best part of 40 years later 35 years later it is unbelievable I mean it's got it's got to be ranked up there with one of our greatest sporting achievements of all time like it's up there with 95 well um, America's Cup um, the, f- yeah. the first rugby and World Cup second gold medal yep 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 yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah and, and, it, and it was what was so great about it was that it was, it was a very test cricket finish. Like there, was, there was no, it was a slow grind to 139. Yeah. Um, and and you know that Kyle Jumps the bowling obviously was 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 pivotal, but the period this morning where uh, Williamson and Taylor were being strangled by Shami and Ashwin, and then had they not survived that, it would have liked this got uh, India could have turned it around and won there. But it was you know to have two players of that. Um, that level of maturity and experience, and for them to see through and 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 get the winning runs couldn't be couldn't be more perfect, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those two deserve it more than more than most. And Salvi with his bowling this morning, and and, the BJ, old heads. and BJ Watling played with a dislocated finger. Yeah, of course he did. And and, and I'd forgotten about Neil Wagner's broken toe <laughs> uh, earlier on in the summer. But that is, you know, for a wicketkeeper, it's playing with a dislocated that, that, that's that's a remarkable thing to be able to do. Yeah, well, he, you know, he can retire that finger. He's retired that finger now. He's fine. Yeah. It doesn't matter if he can ever use <laughs> it again. He'll lose at this point. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Only things to gain. Uh, yeah, uh, amazing. Phenomenal. And we a result that has not sunk in, in, in anyone's minds fully at the moment. And just... How good is that mace? <laughs> is, that, is that not the best sports trophy of all time? I mean, the novelty value of the Ashes urn, I quite like. Yeah, but yeah, then, yeah. But this ridiculous mace, <laughs> you know? And New Zealand, the first, first name etched into the fire. Yeah, so yeah. Good. It's phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. You know, um, you know going forward... You never know how many other times we're ever going to win it, but we got it, and we got it the first time. So that's all. Yeah, no one else, no one else will ever be the first. Yeah, world test. That's ever. right. Other ever. teams will be, but no one will mm. be the first. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's so, yeah. And yeah. and and you know, we've got players on the way out. It was almost felt like they were writing Ross Taylor's obituary when 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 he was batting this morning. But you know, to, to be able to do something like this and have players like Conway and Jamison be so dominant, very so early on, and there. 
test careers is incredibly heartening in the yeah. in the long run. And, and we saw Blunder obviously play against England, and so having you know a, a blooded keeper to replace BJ Watling, and the the team's in good heart, I think. Yeah. Fully agree. Well, we better talk about um, multiple two things because otherwise I'll get in trouble. Um, uh, we had in the last couple of weeks. We didn't talk a couple of weeks ago, but of course the changes to the budget were approved, um, and there's a rates increase, uh, and of course um, you know it's nine point eight percent. But I just want to ask, what happens if we don't spend the money on the infrastructure, Aaron? Um, because it seems to me that a lot of people just don't understand the implications of what could possibly happen uh, if, if core infrastructure is not uh, renewed and replaced. Yeah, I mean, the, the implications of not spending the money are effectively the situation that we're currently in, and that historically we have uh, we have underinvested in, uh, in in this. I mean, there's a we've got a 1.5 billion dollar capital budget over the next 10 years, of which but two thirds of that is fixing age infrastructure. So we're catching up. <clears throat> excuse me. At the same time as uh, providing um, capacity for the city to grow, because we've got a, a growing population, have done over the last few years, and uh, and will likely for the uh, for the foreseeable future. So uh, absolutely. Um, and putting this stuff off as a you know, deferred maintenance is a false economy, uh, and we've we've seen that uh, time and again. And and, um, and and you know there isn't a, there isn't a great degree of pushback uh, against spending the um, uh, spending the money to do that work, and it's, it's uh, to to a fair degree uh, debt funded. So you're borrowing money. Uh, and that doesn't, and debt doesn't have a huge impact on your uh, rates bill because um, you just have to pay for the servicing of that debt in any given year. Um, but if we're going to deliver all of that work, we need to have the staff capacity to, to plan it uh, and, and to implement it, and, and that is expensive. And um, you know, it would have been great to to have a, a far more you know, a, a far less significant uh, rate hike in the forthcoming financial year. But the the truth is, you can't really do that. You can't cut millions and millions of dollars out of your operating budget unless you're prepared to have conversations like, "Well, are we going to stop fixing footpaths, or are we going to close the library um, one one or more days a week?" Uh, because the, the most of the costs um, in, in the operating budget is staff and electricity and you know, the costs of running buildings and, mm. and community facilities and, and and I think you know and it's you know it's, it's understandable that people uh, get these get these things conflated because it is complicated uh, but even if we were to cut out all of the major transport projects some of which are more controversial than others that wouldn't uh, that, that wouldn't end up with uh, a significantly different uh, rates bill for the next financial year uh, because those things don't have um, uh, particularly much of, a, of an impact on, on the next financial year but um, so you're right you, know, you, you can you can choose to not do that work and, and not do the planning work and not do the implementation of it but uh, history has shown us that that only makes things more expensive yeah. uh, further down the line yeah recent history too uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You don't have to cast your mind back to 
black and white television. No, 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 no. And thank God they were, they found little Ted's head. Um, when thinking about that. Um, right. Okay. So, what about transport? Um, I'm just I'm th- I'm thinking about the hospital and I'm thinking about the rerouting work that's going to need to be done for tra- for, for transport around the city whatever whatever the shape that takes, um, but this is a capital project of the government's right the hospital it's uh, the money's coming from the government they're building it mm-hmm. and it's going to disrupt the city so why um, are we paying through council rates for work that's needed uh, to for a government project essentially this transport work needs to be done so that ca- so that capital work from the government can be done. So why isn't the government paying for it? Oh, I, I, I wouldn't. I, I think it, I, I don't. I don't think that it's it's a case of the only reason the work that we're doing in the city centre in terms of the transport network. The only reason that it has to happen is because of the Newton Inn Hospital. I, I'm not it, talking it, about that. Is, that is George absolutely Street. the catalyst for this work. Yeah. Um, and and what it presents to us is an opportunity to rethink uh, how how our city centre functions and how we get people uh, into through it. Around it, uh, and and the the challenges that we don't have control over, um, we we don't get to make decisions about what happens with the state highway system, uh, and we don't get to make decisions uh, about what happens with our public transport service, um, because those are governed by Wakotahi on behalf of the government uh, and the Otago Regional Council, uh, and and we have done our part. We've signed up to uh, a series of transport projects um, in, for the for this exact purpose over the next 10 years. Uh, and at the moment, uh, we're not seeing that, uh, that ambition uh, being matched by uh, either Wakakotahi and, and, or the ORC. And that is, that is a concern, uh, and we will continue to push them uh, to do what we know needs to be done uh, in order for us to be able to get the best, um, best benefits out of what we are planning on doing. So, for example, uh, there's no point in building a... A bus priority lane from the south of the city. Uh, if regional council aren't interested in fossil oh. fuel uh, and and included any of that in their uh, in their public transport plan, in fact, they said we didn't put any said in the plan that they might try out some services. Didn't put any money in their budget to pay for those. Have finally um, admitted, basically, in the plan they got signed off yesterday that you know um, they they need. Uh, to go away and have a think about this and might come back in 2024 and do something. <laughs> uh, and, th- and, that, that, and that isn't good enough. Uh, and more concerning to me, but I've signalled um, that in August, um, basically their $2 flat fares, which have been a, a, a great success, yeah. uh, and patronages, they're a victim of their own success and that it is costing them more than they anticipated. And, and uh, the staff a report that came to the ORC Council meeting yesterday effectively signalled that their recommendations in August will be to do away with the $2 flat fare uh, and to increase uh, the cost of using the bus service at a time when we are trying to actively encourage more people to use it. So there's certainly work to be done uh, from an advocacy point of view yeah. uh, to, make, to make all of the individual parts uh, reach their full potential in terms of you know, what are the 21st century transport network look like uh, in, in Dunedin City Centre. Well, how's the work going then in lobbying the government in terms of being able to run the bus system yourself? Uh, well, we can. Uh, they changed the, the legislation uh, a year or so ago. Um, and there is now the option to transfer the bus service uh, from the Regional Council to the City Council. It does require both of those authorities 
uh, to agree, uh, and the OLC have never been more enthusiastic about hanging on to that service, and, 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 we, finally, and we finally got a formal response uh, from, them, uh, from them yesterday that they have no intention of, uh, of, of giving that up, um, and at, at the same time as uh, the, the, the ambition that we have for it and that they have for it uh, seems to be uh, poles apart, and that, yeah. is, uh, that is disappointing. I mean, the, the bigger issue is uh, still that um, by law, local government can't directly run a bus service. Oh, you've disappeared. Oh. Wow, that was the mayor. I'll try to find out what happened there. Um, we were talking about buses. I wanted to talk about the midwinter carnivals on this weekend. Make sure you go. I'll try and find out what happened. Do you hear is That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.